0: Well, a very good end to the week, Border. We have a lot going on today. Grant Napier with you here on Listen App. We've got game one of the World Series with Philadelphia at Houston. We've got college and the NFL. We have the 0 4 Sacramento Kings. And we have your phone calls. That's exactly right. Your picks. I want your picks for the National Football League games. Of course, last night, boy, oh boy, the. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and uh, at the beginning of the year, I thought they
1: would take a step back. I didn't think they would take a step back like this. The Baltimore Ravens, short week. Tom Brady with another loss.
0: He and uh, his wife, Gazelle, announced their divorce today publicly. They make the statement. So, you know, his life is certainly not going well off the field or on the field. So if you want to talk about that, not the divorce, but the game, uh, I'm happy to do that as well. It looks like uh, the that Zeke is unlikely to play for the Cowboys against the Bears. No problem there because uh, Pollard is one hell of a back. So Elliott looks like he will not be on the field uh, this week for the Dallas Cowboys. Again, uh, the Sacramento Kings, they did a rant on this today. The 0-4 Kings uh, allowing Memphis to score over 30 points in each of the four quarters. And
1: I got to tell you, I was watching the post-game comments of Mike Brown.
0: I watched what Harrison Barnes had to say. I watched what De'Aaron Fox had to say. I watched what Sabonis had to say. And
1: this is the same old thing for the Kings. Same old story. Nothing's changed. Same thing, different coach, different season, same problems. Nothing's changed. You got Miami coming up tomorrow, three o'clock and then the Kings hit the road, but nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. Not that I can see. And I did a rant on
0: this today. Let's see. We've got a, uh, this. Percentage of fans are blaming the refs. You got these group of fans that are saying, oh, you know what? No problem. They'll be like New Orleans last year. This group of fans saying, well, you know, you got a new coach. You got a lot of new players. And, you know, it's always something. You know, how about just looking at the standings and you're giving up 120.3 points a game in four games? How about that?
1: You know, you got to stop blaming the refs. At some point, you got to stop blaming the refs. You really do. Utah, I don't know. They got a new coach, right? They have a lot of new pieces, right? How do they look? Hmm. Well, the Kings, they got new pieces. They got a new coach, right? So, what's the difference between Sacramento and Utah? They lost two All Stars. Right? Rudy Gobert is in Minnesota. Is he not? You have Donovan Mitchell is in Cleveland. They got a lot of new pieces. Again, excuse
0: after excuse after excuse. Stop with the excuses. Stop
1: what stop. Stop it already, would you please? Start winning some freaking games. There you go. You know,
0: excuses, excuses, excuses. I said on my, you know, you you ought to call this team the Sacramento Excuses. That's what you ought to to do. Sacramento Excuses should be the new name of the
1: Kings. All right, 27-22. You know, Brady throws for 325 last night. Baltimore wins it. Coming up, the early game on Sunday in London, Denver at Jacksonville. Carolina's in Atlanta.
0: Dallas home to Chicago, Detroit hosts Miami, Arizona travels to Minnesota, Raiders and Saints in New Orleans, Patriots take on the Jets at MetLife, Pittsburgh's at Philly, Houston hosts Tennessee, Washington is at Indianapolis, Niners and Rams
1: in LA, Giants and Seahawks, Green Bay at Buffalo. And then on Monday night, Cincinnati is at Cleveland. Kansas City with the bye, Chargers with a bye. That's your schedule this week in the National Football League. All right.
0: Now, real quickly, we get you to the second full weekend of the NBA. Told you the Kings tomorrow in action against Miami. And right now, there are only only three teams in the NBA without a win: the Lakers, the Kings, and the Orlando Magic. The Kings play Orlando in a couple of days in the world of Disney. Portland, Memphis, Utah, off to very good starts at four and one. Then you have Phoenix, New Orleans at three and one, Denver, Minnesota, San Antonio and Golden State all have three wins. Dallas, two wins and two losses in 10th place. Oklahoma City, the Clippers, Houston, and Sacramento and the L.A. Lakers, they can see them all. All right that, That's your Western Conference right now. Those are the teams. and you look at Sacramento, chasing them all. Milwaukee
1: in the east is at three and0. Unbelievable to me. Really is. unfreaking believable Can you imagine, seriously, having a – just if you're in charge of writing
0: down all the excuses that we hear from players, coaches, and fans, drive you freaking crazy. All right, tonight, Hawks and Pistons in Motown.
1: You got Charlotte and Orlando. Kings will play the Hornets coming up on Monday – you know, the Hornets, they're two and two again in Orlando tonight.
0: Boston hosts Cleveland. 76ers and the Raptors play. Pacers and Wizards, Knicks and Bucks, Lakers, Timberwolves, Bulls, Spurs, Jazz and the Nuggets, Pelicans and the Suns, and the Rockets and the Trailblazers. All right, let's get to some phone calls. And uh, we are going to start it off with Connor. Connor, you'll kick us off here on this Friday. How are you, buddy? Doing good. How are you, Grant? Good, Connor. What's up, babe? What can I do for you?
3: And Man, I'm about to just lose my mind on this team any minute because it's the same story every year. I mean, this team, I don't, I don't even know what to say at this point. Sick and tired of hearing Mike Brown defense this. Oh, they're playing well, but they're not winning that. I really don't care what – I mean, you can point out, you can pick and choose little positives to take. A loss is a loss, and it's time for some results. I mean, it's getting old. This is 16 years in the making, and like you said, every year it's a new coach, a new season, but everything else is the same. The third quarter, they suck every game. They give up 30 points every quarter. I mean, what's it going to take for this team to get some motivation and go out and play?
0: It's a joke. It's an absolute joke. You know, I listen to all the players talk about their breakdowns and, you know, a possession here, a possession there. It's the same thing. You know, it's almost like, you know what, I'd I'd be better off without even having any post-game chats because the players say the same damn thing every single game, every single year. You know, you could take a recording of, you know, five years ago, three years ago, last year, and play those sound bites after the game. So you want to know whether they're talking about the game they just played a game they played 3 years ago. It's the same thing, every single game.
3: Yeah, I know you hate power rankings, but listen to this cuz you're going to hate them even more.
0: <laughs> okay.
3: 22nd in power rankings, ahead of the
0: come Spurs. on. Come
3: on. <laughs> I mean, nobody You're you're kidding me, right? Everybody. I mean, that's embarrassing. I'm not kidding. You're, you
0: Oh, come on. That, you know, that, again, I do hate power rankings. The power rankings to me are what I see in the paper or online. It's called the NBA standings. Those are my power rankings. How on earth can anyone, all right, have the Kings ahead of the Spurs who are 3-2 and two and 3-1 and one on the road? That, 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 whoever, whoever did those power rankings should no longer be employed uh, in the uh, field of covering basketball. That's embarrassing.
3: Yeah, I mean, 30, 29, and 28 should be Kings, Lakers, and Magic. I mean, nothing else. Correct. But, it's a joke. I mean, the free throws were better last night. But, again, when they pick up on something, something else falls off. I mean, they got nothing out of the bench other than Malik Monk. And they made their big third-quarter run, and then you come out in the fourth, just let Bain make three after three. It's embarrassing. I mean, how many their, – their,
0: their bench was embarrassing.
3: Yeah, how many? Yeah, I listen to Mike.
0: I I listen to Mike Brown talking about Bain, and I'm like, really? Are you kidding me? Like, I couldn't believe what I was hearing from Mike. And you know, Mike's great with the media and everything, but I mean, seriously, I mean, I could not believe what he was saying. I was just like, uh, he was talking about how you have to defend him. Well, why didn't you make an in-game adjustment? Then you know, I mean, he's talking about well, you know, you got to stay on his hip, and you got to force him to drive to the basket, and then you need your help defense. And well, wait a minute. You know why didn't that happen then after the guy got going? You know, I mean, he was explaining how you have to defend him, and I'm like, well, why didn't that happen during the game then? You know, again, I'm not saying it's easy to stop somebody, but he was talking about the technique that is needed to defend Bain, and I'm thinking to myself, why didn't you do it then? Why why didn't during all your timeouts? Why don't you find somebody? that could follow your instructions on what you wanted to do defensively. I mean, it's a joke. It's just an absolute joke. It's the same thing. Every single freaking game, every single year. It's ridiculous. It really is. It's ridiculous.
3: I mean, if he said that he wanted to force them to the basket, that's embarrassing because how many times did Ja and Desmond Bain literally just go in for layups and score every time easily because this team has no rim protector I mean you could right. Alex Len needs to see the floor more. I mean, he's the only presence down low.
0: Again, you know, Mike Brown talked about that and that's their emphasis of stopping, you know, the, the 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 lane and blah blah. I'm like, you know, stop with the nonsense. It's all nonsense to me. It's all it's just it's to appease the media and to get the hell out of there and get in your car and go home. It's 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 embarrassing. It's embarrassing to me. So I hear you, Connor.
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm at a loss for words at this point. I mean, we shouldn't even be talking about the Kings until they string a couple wins together because they don't even deserve our time anymore.
0: Connor, have a good weekend, buddy. You too. All right. Let's get to uh, other phone calls right here because we got a lot of people that want to talk and we chime in with uh, Mark. Mark, welcome to the show. It's your turn, Mark. How are you?
4: Thank you, Grant. I'm great. Hey, quick question for you on the Kings. I uh, wanted to get your thoughts. I know you were part of the effort to keep the team in Sacramento. What was it? About nine years ago. Uh, but obviously, given what's happened, we've got, a, we've got an owner that has been horrible. We've got the lowest attendance, I think, in the league. You know, people aren't going to the games anymore. My question is, would the NBA have been better off if the team had moved? nine
0: years ago up to seattle or wherever because the just, nba, just the, discuss- NBA the, the the nba would have been better off yes the nba would have been better off having a team in seattle then in sacramento because it's a much larger much larger uh television market but it would have been awful for sacramento it would have been awful for their downtown development it would have been awful in many other instances for the NBA. Yeah. If you can always have a team in a larger market, it's better for the league. Absolutely.
4: Yeah. I, and I agree with you that the the problem starts with the owner and, you know, we have absolutely no strategy uh, for success, um, you know, and it's just one, one bad season after another. And it's just like, we got to do something. Not,
0: you know, I, I got to tell you, the owner is a problem. And I, I, I've i been around a lot of people in my life in sports. And I, I, I've said this before. I don't know if I've been around somebody that is less knowledgeable about professional sports than Vivek Ronadive. I mean, I, 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 there were times when I was just mystified at what was coming out of the man's mouth as it relates to sports. The guy has absolutely, and I really mean this. He has absolutely no knowledge of professional sports. It's embarrassing. I mean, it's absolutely embarrassing. He's a sports fan. I mean, he is. He loves sports. I will give him credit for that. He is a genuine sports fan. But his knowledge of sports, for somebody that's been around sports and has watched games and has you know, been a 49ers uh, fan and season ticket holder for years and a minority owner of the Warriors, and with the, I, I, I don't. And I really mean this. I don't know if I could pick somebody that's less knowledgeable about sports than he is.
4: And he's just a horrendous businessman. I mean, if if you or I had that team, you know, what we would probably do is start with a vision. Here's where I want to take the team. I want to have a whatever, fill in the blank. I want to be a top 15 team over a period of years. Sit down with the general manager. What's it going to take to do that? And I'm willing to lose for a few years, but put together a plan that shows me how we're going to produce a consistent winner. And again, I'm willing to wait two, three years, whatever it takes and spend whatever it takes. Put together that plan. I don't see any evidence of a plan full approach at all and how is this guy a businessman i mean i run a business and you know you have to start with a with a coherent strategy and i just don't see that with this team and they're not going to get any better until something changes at the top
0: i don't disagree with you at all i'd like to be able to disagree with you but there's nothing that you've said that i can disagree with thank you mark
1: Thank I you, appreciate you.
0: I appreciate it very much. Thank you. Good hearing Ta- from you. Uh, I. What am I going to say that would be different than that? Okay, let's get to Dorian. Dorian, welcome to the show. You're on with Grant Napier.
5: Hey, Grant. Thank you so much for having me on. I'd like to make a quick comment. I'm also a business owner in Sacramento too, and it's unfortunate, Mister Rondiwe. You know, lacks sports knowledge and and lacks basketball knowledge. But I think from a business perspective, you know, he bought the team for. You know 530 million i want to say back in 2012 2013 i think the kings are now worth around two billion You're just doing a simple google search
0: okay so- but wait a minute he didn't he didn't spend 530 billion he spent 40 million of his own money i mean yeah. uh, he only he didn't put in a lot of money relatively speaking from professional sports but yes from a business perspective the guys made a ton of money with the kings that's accurate 100
5: um I, I want to ask you grant for you know the first four games, it's unfortunate that S- Sabonis um, I think is is kind of lacking right now. I and mean, he had a, almost had a triple double last night. But what what do you do you think he, he might have played too much basketball this past summer?
0: And w- maybe, yeah. But and, I and- will tell you that I I used, I used to speak I used to talk to Vladi Divatz and Pasya Stoyakovich and Hito turkulu I used to speak to a lot of players that played basketball in the summer almost annually. And they told me it's a bunch of nonsense, that it had no impact on them playing during the regular season and that these guys play basketball on their own anyway. I mean, if you look at the Kings, almost all of the members of the Kings were in Sacramento beginning September 1st. And yeah. were at the practice facility every day playing pickup basketball over long periods of time during the day. So I, I don't know if playing internationally, I think maybe we make too much out of that. That's all I'm going to say. And I, that's only me based on speaking to players that have done it for a good part of their career. But whenever I talk to Peja about that, he laughs at me and tells me to shut up. He's like, that's stupid. He goes, it, it, it had no bearing on, on playing in the regular season. He actually thought it benefited him. You know, he actually thought it made him better and better prepared to play in the NBA season.
5: Yeah, I think it varies with player to player. You know, I, I played football at Sacramento State. Obviously, it didn't go to the NFL. I didn't play professionally. But, I mean, with the amount of travel these guys are doing, the you know, it's changing, changing time zones. I mean, they have access, obviously, to the top yep. guys to the top trainers and stuff like that. But I think your body does need a rest. But, I, like, like I said, Grant, I mean – De- DeMontis isn't a role player. He's supposed to be our second all-star, right? Or our, I mean, our, our all-star. Um,
0: our only all-star, right?
5: Only all-star. I, I, think, I think the stats that he's putting up is conducive of a role player, not an all-star. So uh, I hope he can kind of get it together. I, I was glad to see Malik Monk have a pretty good game last night, but uh,
0: I hope they don't go in five. Thanks, Grant. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it very much. This show is sponsored by Better Help. Stress. We all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around additional charge get it off your chest with BetterHelp. visit betterhelp.com slash grant today to get 10 off your first month that's better help com slash grant
4: another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 seven in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
0: All right. We got a lot of people that want to talk today and uh, we're going to get to as many as we can. Let's say hello to Richie right here on listen app. Hey Richie, thanks very much for calling the show. Hey, how you doing Grant? Good Richie. What's up?
6: Hey, not much. Um, Just uh, I'm not a huge uh, basketball fan, so I don't really have a lot to um, talk about there. But once again, I just want to talk about my Raiders. Um, It was a good win last week. Jacobs looks just lights out right now. I'm really happy to see that running back that can actually stay healthy for once for us. Um,
0: I I don't think it was a good I I don't I I wasn't that impressed with the Raiders. I was impressed with Josh Jacobs. The guy is freaking great with a capital G. But, you know, in the fourth quarter, they're playing a Houston Texans team who's terrible. And in the fourth quarter, the game was up for grabs. Houston's one and four and one. And, you know, the Raiders needed every aspect of their game to win that. I'm not happy with the Raiders secondary. When I mean I'm not happy, I'm not a Raiders fan. I mean, they don't look good. Uh, They're, they're, you know, Max Crosby's the real freaking deal. But other than that, defensively, they don't do anything to me. Uh, Yes, Jacobs is really good. It was a must win. They had to have the win. But I, I don't agree with you that it was a great win. I'm sorry. I don't agree with no, you there.
6: Well, you know what? Yeah. In all honesty, I had to go to a family function, so I didn't even get to watch the game. I just got little little highlights. That was about it. So um, but I was looking at the next four weeks, um, Saints, Jags, Colts, Broncos. To me, I think all winnable games. I mean, what do you think about about going six and four with that, I mean what what do you think we have they 're
0: not going to go they 're not going to go six and four they 're not good enough, and all the teams that they 're playing are looking at the Raiders and they 're saying we have a winnable game this week too, so you know the bottom line is i wouldn 't look that far ahead because of injuries in the NFL and I really mean that it, it, so many things change in the NFL based on injuries. I would just look at this week at New Orleans just right now you're you 're in a deep hole i mean it 's not like you 're just in a little bit of a hole you 're in a deep hole in the AFC. So I wouldn't look that far ahead. And again, I wouldn't look that far ahead just because of injuries. I, I don't look that far ahead in the NFL. I think you got to be very careful, you know, because of injuries. I mean, here, here right now, when you look at the AFC, all right, Buffalo, the Jets, and Miami all are, you know, looking very good. In the AFC North, Baltimore 5-3, and three, Cincinnati 4-3. and three. Probably only one team comes out of the AFC South, and that's going to be Tennessee. But yeah, the Indianapolis hanging around at 3-3-1. Three, three and one, and then in your own division, you know, you have the Chiefs at five and two and the Chargers who are at four and three. You know, you got a lot of ground to make up, a lot of ground. I don't see the Raiders doing it. I personally don't think they're good enough, Richie.
6: Burst my bubble. You know what? I'm a Raider fan. So, like I say every year, this is our year. I've just been waiting 34 of them. Yep. So, yep you're, you're right, Grant.
0: <laughs> Richie, have a good one. Take you care. Too, and uh-huh. by the way, there should, be no, there should be no family functions on Sundays that you have to go to. All right, that that should never happen. All right, no family functions on Sundays. You know, if it's a funeral or something, that's different. I don't really call that a family function, but, you know, should be no family functions on Sundays during the NFL season. That, that, that doesn't fly. Can't have that. Can't have it. Plain and simple, can't have it. You're a Raiders fan and you didn't watch the game? Come on, Richie. Can't have that. That's unacceptable. Absolutely unacceptable. Can't have it. All right, let's get to uh, more phone calls, and we say hello to Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Grant.
7: How are you doing today?
0: Good, Jeff. What's up?
7: Hey, you know, just a couple things before I give you my picks. Did you see Tyrese Halliburton's interview today on the NBA show? No. Oh, man, that kid is totally awesome. I mean, he's so humble. You can tell he's still hurting from uh, – they asked him how about the trade and everything, and he – you know, he, he had a really weird answer, and he said, you know, I really enjoyed who I got drafted with and stuff. I just felt for the kid, you know, and he's such a good character. You know, I'm not crying or in my soup or anything, but I just, after listening to the interview and watching him talk on TV today,
0: I miss that guy. Yep, he he's a great, great person. Uh, he's great. He was great in the locker room, uh, fan favorite. And the, if you think the 0-4 start is painful, the Kings fans will really understand even a more depth of pain if in two years from now, Sabonis is not on the team and Tyrese Halliburton is an all-star, which could very likely happen, by the way, shouldn't say likely, but it could, could very well happen. I should say.
7: And he's one of those rare character guys. You know what I mean? Yep. You look for, yep. you look for good character, a guy that's, you know, not all into himself and he's more about team and stuff. And, uh, that's what that's what I mean you know that's what I'm talking but anyways hey I had a suggestion oh and you forgot you changed the name on the Kings I thought it was the I I thought it was the Sacramento ifs
0: well that was last year it's now the Sacramento uh, excuses
7: (laughs) you're you're something else great anyways here's my suggestion for a lineup you know for the, the armchair of i think lynn should start at center sabonis uh murray uh monk and fox and i think the bench should be barnes uh holmes uh what, what, what's uh mitchell davion mitchell mitchell terence davis yep. herder, herder and davis I think well, I
1: tell
0: you right now, Malik Malik Monk is nowhere near the player that Kevin Herter is. I totally well, disagree with you on that, I, but I, I, that's okay. You get it, you get you get you get some real scoring punch and everything else off the bench, so I'm okay that, with that. I'd be that okay is, with that. The
7: only reason why I say that after watching the game is Fox and Monk have something going together, and they enjoy playing together, and they did those alley oops and stuff. And I just think they gel
0: well. You know, I, I don't know if I I, I listen. I'm I to, I totally disagree with you. I mean, look at how Fox and Herder have done oh, in yeah. the short period of time they had. Look look at what they did against Portland. I mean, they they're the only reason why the Kings were even in that game and other things. But that, I'm I'm near here here or there with that. Whatever, it doesn't matter to me. What you want to put Monk start him in the backcourt. Start him in the backcourt. Not going to make any difference. Well,
7: it, the reason why uh, Herder's a better shooter. I, and Mitchell's not as. Sure. Herder's a
0: better. Herder's a better player. Stop. Okay. We just let's stop. Kevin Herder is a better player than Malik Monk, and in my opinion, it's not even close.
7: Okay. All right. Well, you're you're. You're the professional. I mean, you got way more experience than me, so I'll have to agree with you. I'm not, you know. I'm no, not, you can I'm, disagree with No, no, wait a minute. I didn't mean it. I don't,
0: I don't, I'm not saying this to be condescending to you. No, I'm, no. If you disagree with me, I'm fine with you disagreeing with no. me. I really am. But I'm just telling you, that Kevin Herter is a better all around player than Malik no, Monk. But I, if you I, think I'm, that, it, but, well, wait a minute. Let me just finish. If you think that the team might benefit
1: right. from
0: having Monk. Because then you have Kevin Herter, who's a very good player, coming off the bench. I'm fine with that. I'm okay. fine with that. I, I would be that's, fine with that.
7: Well, that's the only reason I'm saying he can carry the second unit as a score. That's all I'm trying yep. to say. You know, and they won't dip yep. down like they do. You know, they just go downhill. They don't have no three-point shooting on the second unit. And I think what happened in this bonus, I don't know if you've been watching it, and he gets it down low. On the post, he gets it down low, down there. Two and three guys surround him. Like, I mean, they get him surrounded, and he either turns, but he just doesn't have doesn't. He can't do anything. He he can't. Yep. He tries to force it up. Then he goes to the line, and that's what I'm trying. He just undersized for being down there. That's what I'm trying to say.
0: So okay, my, sounds good. All right, give okay, me your here's, football picks.
7: Here's my give me tip. your picks. All right, hang on. I got to get to my notes. Here we go. All right, so I'm going to take Chicago in the points. I believe it's nine and a half against Dallas, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Is that close? Yep.
7: I'm going to take Miami in the minus three and a half against Detroit. I'm going to take the Raiders. I believe it's they're favored by one and a half over the Saints.
1: Yep. And,
7: and I'm going to take Cincinnati minus three against the Browns, even though they don't have Chase. And the last thing I want to say is uh, I don't think he, I don't know if you've talked about it I didn't hear you is Debo Samuel's out against the Rams.
0: Yeah, I know. That's a big loss. Uh, you got you know, thank God you got Christian McCaffrey.
7: Yes. Yes. But I did have to make some moves on my fantasy team, Brad. I know you're going to get me for that.
0: <laughs> hey, Jeff. You're a beauty, man. You have a great weekend, all right? <laughs> all right. You take care. Bye. All right. Bye, man. <laughs> oh my gosh. Let's get to uh, Waggus. Hey, Waggus, welcome to the show, buddy.
8: Hey, Grant. Yeah, no, just the theme today. I've been Vivek, and you know, I I really didn't want to go there because I know we talked about this before. Because you know, kind of had a loyalty to him because he did save the team. But I think it's over. I think we've seen enough from him as an owner, and uh, you know, he can take his billion dollars and maybe go, maybe go get a team in Seattle because he likes doing that. Or I don't know. He's not going was, anywhere.
0: He's not going. He's he's not going yeah, anywhere. He's not selling that. the I team. Know. You
8: know? I know, but I'm just saying I wish he would now. You know, that's what I'm saying. But I do agree with you. Yep. I, I don't think you. I don't think he he is going in there. I don't think there's any solution for the Kings. I think pretty soon they're going to be like two and fifteen or whatever, and uh, I yeah, it's just going to be a lost season. So, but you know, I want to talk about my Niners. Um, so obviously Debo's out, but I. Yep. But I don't think offense. Is the issue here? Uh, I think we have plenty of weapons with Kittle, you know, McCaffrey, Ayuk, Jawan Jennings. You know, uh, we're good there. Uh, but it's going to be our defense, right? So, do you give do, do you give the Niners any shot to win it? Because it's kind of a must-win game.
0: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. But you got Armstead out. You have yeah. Dre Greenlaw out, right? You have, and and again, without Debo Samuel. You know, those are some big losses that they have uh, not in this game. So this is going to be, you know, and again, with Samuel, you got a hamstring. Uh, do, do they have enough? Yes. I still think that their defense is good enough where they can make life difficult for Matthew Stafford. Yes, they do. I pick, I'm i still picking them to win the game.
8: Okay. And, you know, and, and my last comment, because I know you got a lot of calls. This is the first time I've seen in my life Tom Brady be an actual human being. Because I always thought he was some sort of an alien. He was this great football player with the Super Bowl <laughs> model wife and everything, and he just right. kind of lost it all, <laughs> you know. So, <laughs> oh
1: my gosh! You're Yeah, me. I know. Oh. I know. So, oh, wow.
8: uh, I I actually last night when he was, you know, sitting on the sideline, I actually for the first time in my life felt bad for him and a lot of people you know over the years hated tom brady because he was this you know great football player with the long hair with this supermodels i know a lot yep. of raiders fan in this area but but i think now i just come to a point that you know i think he's kind of overstayed his welcome and uh you know people just feel bad for him but i do predict that he won't retire now because if you remember a week ago he said i'm not going anywhere and now this news comes out so i I don't know if he if he will be on the Buccaneers, but let me ask you this: Do you see him playing anywhere else if he does stay?
0: Mm, I, I could, I guess. Uh, I I guess I could. Uh, let me ask you: How good does Bruce Arians look right now?
8: He looks, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. So I I mean I don't know what happened there, but and and, and I thought that was kind of like. I don't know what really happened there, but it was just kind of abruptly where he just kind of left. And yeah, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, I completely- You know what sucks, it. you know what
0: sucks if you're, and listen, and I know that he has, you know, a, a great life monetarily and everything yeah. else, but you know, like when you're a celebrity, when you're a public figure in America, yeah. I mean, it's just, I, I can't imagine how hard it would be to have your personal life on every tabloid in America, I mean, like, for instance, you know, I'm looking at the New York Post headline and in red it says turnover. Then it says from scandals to Super Bowls, Tom Brady and Gazelle through the years and their entire life is being chronicled in the paper. And this is going on in every single website in America. And it's just, you know, I'm just saying I know it comes with the territory, but I've never understood. And I really mean this why people get so caught up in other people's personal lives. You know, like you're perfect, yeah. like everyone lives a perfect life, and yet it's, it's, it's got to be hard. And I'll tell you this, Waggus, there's been a lot of discussion on whether this has affected his performance this year. And my answer to that is, how could it not affect his performance? It's got to, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
8: I think Grant sometimes, and, you know, I'm personally a victim of this as well, when we see somebody, like I'll give you an example. When we see you, like we saw you all these years, you were on TV, right? Automatically, yep. we just think that you have a great life. You know, you have a great wife, you have great kids, everything. But at the end of the day, you still gotta go home and deal with the same problems, whether you're super rich or whether you're not rich, whether you're whether you're a celebrity. So I think it's just human nature. Um, and maybe and when it comes to when it comes to Tom Brady, the reason I say that because the guy, I. I mean, I've never seen him, like, you know, go through any adversity in, in his life. He's always won, And, and I know he, had, uh, I think there was a time in the year where he got hurt. Uh, but than that, I mean, all we've seen. Okay, I guess what I'm trying to say is that because we don't see the other side of being a celebrity, because I'm pretty sure you have problems, uh, other people have problems then we just don't know, we just assume everything's okay, but everything is never okay.
0: Everyone's a person. And just because you're in the public eyes, doesn't mean that you're not a person. We're all people, I think sometimes people forget. You know, you should see the picture that the Post has of Brady and Gazelle. They have Tom Brady in his Buccaneers uniform being sacked with 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 a football in front of him, and Gazelle in this sexy gray dress with heels on, holding a piece of paper over him that says divorce decree with her left hand on his helmet you know again it's just it's it's unbelievable the world we live in but a, hey, i can't remember you gave me your picture yesterday right
8: um uh, mm, i think i did. No. Uh, okay i think I, you I did too I right. did. okay
0: yeah yeah I found, I, I, <laughs> wait I, I, a minute I whoa, I whoa 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 look what will stop right there did you just tell me that you don't remember am i is this really waggus did you yeah. actually <laughs> say you don't remember
8: well, this Tom Brady conversation really got me going in a puzzle.
0: I guess so. so. Yeah. Uh, no,
8: uh, I, I mean, do you remember, can, you remember yeah. what I said. You
0: remember what I said on a Monday in June of 1992, and you don't remember if you gave me your picture yesterday? Are well, you freaking kidding me?
8: Maybe not that bad, but I do remember one time, though, now that we're on this conversation, where a caller did call you up and basically asked you similar question about, oh, Grant Napier, you know. You're doing just fine. And he's like, and, and 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 you had told him you had flown Southwest and the guy was shocked that you flew off Southwest, right? He's like, and, and you were like, no, I, I'm a regular human being. I can fly Southwest as well just because we're in the yes. public eye. Yeah, so uh, yeah. yeah. Come on. So, yeah. <laughs> I know.
0: These people, unbelievable. But, but,
8: but like I said, when you're a celebrity and like I said, I even thought this about you. I, I'm not like, you know, oh, you're on TV. You travel with the Kings. You have great kids. You have a great life. I, I, I'm not saying there's anything like You didn't deserve it because you work hard i'm just saying like you know people like oh you can work hard and you can have a life like that but we don't know what happens in the background right so that's all that
0: no no you listen we yeah hey Waggus, good hearing from you buddy you have a good one
8: thank
0: you i'm not a celebrity first of all i'm a public figure i've never considered myself a celebrity i'm I'm somebody that makes a living uh in front of other people right because i'm on tv that I've never considered myself a celebrity and I never will because I'm not a celebrity. I'm a public figure. And I do know a lot of celebrities. I know a lot of people that are very well-known and guess what? They live in a house and they have a family and they have family dynamics that they deal with. And it's no different than your family dynamics or your neighbors or anyone else. Just because you make a living, where you are a public figure, or in Tom Brady's case, a well-known celebrity, you know, your life when you're not performing on the football field is pretty normal. You know, you're taking your kids to school, you have disagreements with your spouse or you have whatever the case may be, you know? You, you, you know, there, there's really, a, you, there's no difference there really isn't there's no difference all right let's get to uh and we got a lot of calls to get to going to get to them all antonio you're next hello antonio
9: hey grant how you doing man let me let me get my picture okay i'll try to make a couple quick quick points so i'm gonna take um i'm taking the bill uh, excuse me i'm taking the packers um i think that maybe brady's uh rogers is going to have his super bowl he's not going to make it this year but i think he's going to play the best game of the season this week against the kids so i'm taking the packers of course you know i'm going with the raiders i'm taking the cowboys and I'm taking the Rams, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. Hey, real okay. quick, real quick on Brady. Um, I'm a lifelong, you know, I'm a Raider fan, and I'm I'm not a Brady hater. And you were talking, describing that that New York Post, New York Times, whatever it is, and you always tell us about how the media is in New York. They they kill him. Um, yeah, you're right. It must be tough, man. But I I hope somehow maybe he gets get back, you know, maybe he gets on a little roll and, and gets rolling. Um maybe, you know, make the playoffs. We'll see, because I've I've always, I always thought he was a goat, whether he deflated the ball. I think he could have threw the ball deflated or inflated whether they film practices, which a lot of teams did. They, the only ones got, got caught. So uh, I still think Brady's a goat. Um, You know, I'll leave it on that.
0: Well, Um, they're lucky they're in such a bad division because even though they're three and five, they could still easily win the division because Atlanta is three and four. Uh, So, their best chance – they're probably not going to be a wild card. Their best chance is to win the division, and they easily could win the division.
9: Yeah, you're right. Uh, switch gears with Kings fans. Man, welcome to my world, man. I sat since 1975 till 2015. I watched my Warriors lose for 40 years, and every story you guys are saying right now, I've heard it all. I've seen it all. Yep. I've seen Sprewell getting ch- choking out coaches to uh, uh, Chris Weber leaving after one year. Uh, I've seen it all. So, I mean, all the coaches that came through. So, Stick it out with your team. I mean, I did. Look where we're at finally. And then lastly, um, one other quick point, the World Series, um, Grant, man, I grew up watching baseball, and unfortunately I don't like I like I watch it like I used to. I'm going to try to lock in, and I'm going to be rooting, and I think he's a red ass, but I'm going for Bryce Harper maybe to, you know, get hot and and, and put his name in in in, in a World Series, you know, um, records. I know Houston's favorite, and I know you guys like Dusty, me too, but i like to see Bryce Harper get hot, hot a little bit. Thanks, Grant.
0: Thank you, bud. Appreciate it. Yeah, I'm definitely rooting for Dusty, that's for sure. All right, let's get to uh, Preston. Hey, Preston, welcome to the program. Hey, Grant.
10: Um, I just wanted to ask you, uh, because I haven't heard anything about it, uh, about your lawsuit. Um, I just want to know what the status
0: was. Yeah, it's uh, still ongoing. Uh, There have been no new developments as of late, but when there are, I will certainly make them public. But thank you very much for asking. Yes, it's still ongoing.
10: And then the other thing I want to ask you about what or talk to you about was the Kings. Um, the thing that's frustrating for me is that you could compare the Kings roster to some of the other rosters in the league, and you could arguably, on paper, say that the, some of the, the Kings roster is better than some of these other rosters, but somehow those rosters are actually doing better than what the Kings have. Yeah,
0: very true. I would agree with that. I think that's um, a very good point, Preston.
10: Yeah, but... That's just kind of an observation I've just noticed. Uh, I mean, even the Memphis, even their roster, you could argue that the Kings roster on paper is actually better than what they have. But
0: Yeah, I don't know if um, I would go along with that, but I understand what you're saying. I, there are certain yeah. teams where I look head-to-head and I would probably take the Kings team. I certainly wouldn't take them over at Memphis, but I understand. I understand yeah. the point you're taking for sure.
10: Mm-hmm. That, but that's all I got for you.
0: Thank you. Okay, but Thank you. Appreciate it. Let's get to uh, Ryan in Sacktown. On a very busy Friday, it's been a very good show today. Hey, Ryan.
11: Mr. Nave, you got a lot of callers today.
0: Yeah, it's been a great show and a lot of new callers, and I'm really happy about that. Uh, so, yeah, I've been very happy with this show. It's been really good. Been moving very fast.
11: Excellent, excellent. Um, hey, uh, thanks for doing the post-game show last night. I think a lot of people yeah. are enjoying that. Um, yep. I, I got to disagree with you, Grant. You can have family gatherings on Sundays. You just have to have no, a family. You can't. Yes, you can. You have to have a family that likes football. You hit the early service of church, go to breakfast, and now it's football time all day.
0: Well, OK, but I mean, you can't have a family gathering in the middle of the games. I guess that's I, I should have expanded on that point a little bit. All right. There you go. You can't have a family gathering at one in the afternoon on a Sunday. That doesn't fly. Not going to happen. You know, well, okay. can't do it.
11: Depends on who's playing. Let's put it that way. (laughs) 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 Oh my God. Um, You know, I, I, I'm with Waggis. I'm with you. Uh, You know, you're seeing a few inside of Tom Brady. Um, Remember he, he's not changing tires at big O tires and dealing with a divorce. He's playing in the national football league. And like you said, Grant, it's pasted everywhere. And maybe you can speak a little bit to this. I mean, he has all the money in the world, short of going to a private island where nobody knows him, which probably somebody will know him. He can't get away from this. I mean, it's almost like being in jail. You have all the money in the world, but you can't enjoy it and use it.
0: I've got to tell you, I don't know if you saw the story this past summer before training camp. or might even been late spring. Tom Brady rented a city bike in New York City and rode all through New York City for a couple of hours on a bike. And no one recognized him on a city bike with his helmet on uh, because he just wanted to do that. And I just thought that was a great story. I was thinking, wow, think about that for a minute. But you're right. For all intents and purposes, the guy really can't go anywhere in America without being seen. Really, probably outside of America, too, for that matter. But again, it's part of part of the life that uh, he has being a celebrity. I mean, think about Tiger Woods. Can you imagine being Tiger Woods? I mean, he probably can't go anywhere on the globe without being recognized. Probably you know, as you said, would have to uh, rent an entire private island. I know he has a beautiful yacht, which he can control and he can have his solace on there. But uh, there aren't too many places, that's for sure.
11: So, yeah, there there's not a lot of places for these guys to go. And it's kind of sad. It, it really is. And, you know, for it to be that public, I mean, anybody that's married or in a relationship that is listening right now, like if you're going through a separation or a divorce, the last thing you want to do is see your spouse at that time you don't want to hear about your spouse because then it's all you're going to think about typically. And it just, it screws you up. And for him, it's all over the TV. You can't even flip on a sports channel without them talking about it.
0: Well, and again, I have a small, and again, understand, I'm not comparing myself to Tom Brady, but I have a degree of appreciation now after I went through, uh, my situation a little more than two years ago Mm -hmm. where I was on every single news program, both local and nationally, MSNBC Fox CNN I was in every headline in America I was on every Internet sports I mean I would and I still am I mean Fox News just talked about me two weeks ago on the Sean Hannity show I'm still being talked about so I understand like wow something just happened in my life and it is being played all over America now I'm not saying that the person in Nebraska would remember my story Or and I'm just using the middle of the country as just an example. The point is, though, for that period of time, I was being like my name was in the news everywhere. And I was just like, like, it's it's hard to deal with. I'm not going to lie to you. It's not I I would say it's not comfortable. Let's put it that way. It's not a comfortable, not a comfortable situation to be in. I'll just say that. Uh,
11: Yeah, I I can't imagine. It must have been. We've talked about it on the air, but refreshing to go to Florida where people don't know you. Per
0: se. Well, it was. And the other part is like when you're a public figure or in this case a celebrity like Tom Brady, you know, it's not just Tom. Think about the impact this is having on his children, who there's no way they yeah. can be mm-hmm. insulated from this talk, you know, whether it's going to school or being on the athletic field or what have you. Think about the what the what they have to go through. See, when when people go through hard times in life and they're celebrities, no one ever thinks about their their significant other or their brothers or their sisters or their moms or their dads. Or, no one ever thinks about that. No one ever thinks about, gee, boy, what's it like for this individual's family and their loved ones as they go through this? Nobody ever thinks about that. You know, it's just like But, you know, again, if you don't go through something, then you really don't have an appreciation for what somebody else is dealing with. Again, I went through it and, you know, I had when I had Tom Brenneman on my podcast, it it was very. i I really enjoyed what he had to say because he talked about that and i I was like wow he's so right you know he said no one no one you know stops and thinks what my wife is going through or what my kids and he he was spot on 100 percent correct no one's gonna feel sorry for you but it doesn't make it any easier i will tell you that
11: right And, and in your case i mean sure there were detractors but i would say the majority of the community and people rallied around you so yes. um that and they was, still are that, and that says a lot about you and your character and what they thought about the situation well um,
0: it also says you're picking up on me right now but it also says that people have common sense and they realize that wait a minute he said all lives matter every single one and that happened to him and people are like how could that be I still to this day okay I still to this day meet people I met um, a couple of folks Two weeks ago one was from naples florida and the other one was from chicago pretty much my same age group and i told them and they're both very successful business people and i told them what happened to me and they looked at me with their mouth open and they were like you're kidding right i'm like yeah i wish i was kidding they were like yeah they were just they, they couldn't believe it so even today when i tell people my story that haven't heard about me so whatever but you know, life moves on. You pick up and you move on. You know,
11: absolutely, it's what you got to do. Um, I. Yep. Quick question to move off the topic. I just got one more. You mentioned Hannity and that gentleman that was on with him. He mentioned he did a chapter in his book about your situation. Did you? No, he didn't do
0: it. No, no, no. He he didn't do a chapter in in my book. As a matter of fact, his name is Joe Concha, and I actually um asked him about that, and he said, you know what? He goes, I got to be honest with you. I thought I had mentioned you in my book about the cancel culture part of my book, and he said I was mistaken. He goes, I thought that I'd use you as an example, but I did not. So he I'm not in his book.
11: Gotcha. Okay. Well, uh Kings, defensive coach, we are rated twenty-eighth in defense in the NBA through four
0: games. What do you Well the think good news is that? you're ahead of two the good news is you're not last.
11: You're not last, but 28th, and I guess the question becomes, if this trend continues, and I I caught on late, I heard Connor's back end of his call, Um, you know, they played 12 players in the first half last night, and that tells me that he is looking for somebody that can play defense or play his scheme, Mike Brown speaking of. Yep. And, yep. uh, you know, it was very interesting, his response at the press conference saying, well, he looked good in practice and he was doing the things that we wanted. So he brought the 12th guy off the bench, basically, the 11th yep. guy yep. and gave yep. him minutes. So it, it, do you adjust the scheme or do you adjust the players? And is Monty McNair, he's already a sitting duck because he doesn't have a contract. For, there's an option for next year, I believe. But is Monty the first to go if this trend
0: continues? Uh, 100%. Yes, he will be the first to go. Absolutely. Vivek has gave him a pretty much an ultimatum that they need an improvement this year, similar to what Minnesota uh, did last year. So absolutely, yes, Monty McNair will not be back. That's correct.
11: Do you think he could go during the season if the trend continues?
0: I would say that's unlikely, but I wouldn't be surprised. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised.
11: Okay. Well, they, they can't they, they can't allow those straight-line drives to the hoop. That's number one because that just yeah. opens up. They're not helping. And then when they do help, it opens up a three for somebody. And it seems like it's always the second or third player, best player, on the other team that always yep. kills us. And it, yep. I, I just don't get it. So, all right, I'm going to give you my picks. Yep. Uh, I am going with the – and <laughs> to be honest, Grant, I'm struggling with my picks. I almost went to Liam and let him pick – pick uh, logos this week. <laughs> so <you> go. <laughs> I'm going with the Cowboys going with the Raiders I'm going with the Bills and I am going with your New York Giants against my Seahawks wow
0: wow, wow. okay well we got you down I hope you have a great weekend buddy you too take care bye-bye bye.
12: okay round two name something that's not boring
0: Eli, welcome to the show. Eli, go right ahead.
2: Hey, Grant, how are you doing? Good, Eli. Can you hear me all right? I'm on the road. I
0: apologize yes, sir. I yep, I hear you much. well. Thank okay. you. Yep, I hear you well.
2: Okay, great. Awesome. Yeah, I was just going to ask not to dwell on the Kings too much, but if you were in a you know, decision-making authority within the Kings, um, what are a couple moves you would make to try to salvage their season a little bit, whether it's trading some players or getting a new coach? Is there anything you could think of that might at least make their season bearable at this point?
0: No, because there's there's no reason to do that just yet uh, because you have so many games left. You still have 78 games left, and a lot of things can happen. I would never overreact based on 10 days of a professional season. So, no, I wouldn't do anything. I would wait. Uh, they have a road trip coming up that begins Monday, and they have a uh, on that road trip, there are a lot of teams that I feel that they could beat, including the first game charlotte orlando has not won a game they're playing miami the night after miami plays golden state at home and then they play at golden state so they're probably not going to win that game but i think the kings again if i'm if i'm looking at this i'm like well i could see them winning 3 games on that trip so i'm not i would not panic after four games of an 82 game season i would never do that i would always wait at least 25 games Maybe twenty to twenty-five games before I even contemplate making any changes. So no, I wouldn't do anything right now.
2: Okay, fair enough. So if it does get to that point, though, of twenty or twenty-five games and it's still looking pretty bleak, then you know, I guess at that point, maybe we need to wait and see. You know, if that happens or why it happens. But I guess maybe it's too premature to yeah. ask you for
1: any.
0: It is too many. Four ideas. four games is four games is way too uh, way too quick to make any brass decisions like that i wouldn't make any brass okay. decisions based on four games
2: okay fair enough hey so one more thing i'm uh, i'm in denver tonight and i'm gonna go to the nuggets and the jazz game uh, you got any recommendations oh, go around here for <laughs> yeah you got any recommendations for any spots that you liked out in denver
0: there are a lot of good spots i didn't really used to, i didn't go out that much in denver so you're talking to the wrong guy but i mean there's some phenomenal areas you know the arena is a little bit isolated from downtown I mean, it's you can walk, but it's not it's not like a downtown arena, if that makes sense. But th- you, you'll have a good time. Have a great time. You'll enjoy it.
2: OK, fair enough. Thanks, Grant. Have a good weekend.
0: All right. Yep. You take care. Safe travels to you. Take care. All right. Let's get to uh, you do the same, Eli. Thank you very much. All right. Let's get to uh, Trent. Trent, welcome to the show. It's your turn here on a very busy Friday. Hey, Trent.
13: Hey, great to hear you again. Um, I really appreciate the feedback offered by everybody, including yourself, about the Kings game uh, last night and also the uh, trials and tribulations that they're facing right now. Um, I did listen to most of the game last night um, on the uh, with the Gary Gerald coverage, and um, I really treasure his input in the game because it's really clear and concise and with lots of experience and many years of knowledge. Um, is he doing okay? Is he tired? Is he he sounds a bit tired doing the, doing the broadcast. I mean, is, is he okay? Have you heard anything?
0: I, you know, I haven't heard anything in, in that light. I think he's 82 years old or he's at least 81. He might be 82, but you know, again, he is doing a, a, a job that requires, um, uh, it's, it, it's not an easy job that he has. And he does it as well as anyone that I've ever met. And, you know, he has a colleague in Phoenix, Al McCoy, who's still doing the Phoenix Suns, I believe, at age 88, which is remarkable. You know, we just saw what, you know, the late Vince Scully and how late he worked. I mean, you know, he I, I haven't listened to Gary do a game this year, so I can't comment on that. But to the best of my knowledge, um, I haven't heard anything to the contrary about his health or how he's doing. I, I've i heard he should be. I, again, I don't even know what to say to that. I haven't heard. You're the first person to bring it up to me.
13: Hey, you just said. I mean, I. I mean, forgive me. I mean, this is probably the first uh, game I've listened to in a few years, and he. I don't know if it's if it's a, a sign of just like oh here's another year of the Kings doing poorly kind of thing. Um, I I really appreciate the feedback on the whole ownership situation. I really didn't get a clear picture of that until today. Um, just everybody uh, chiming in for all that stuff and yourself. So thank you for that. I'm um, looking forward to hopefully having a Kings win uh, tomorrow night. So thanks, Grant.
0: Thank you. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Let's get to uh, Jerry right here on Listen Up. Hey, Jerry. Hey, Grant. How are you, sir? Good, Jerry. Thanks for calling, buddy.
10: Hey, Grant. Do you mind if I do a rant? Yeah, go ahead. All right, Grant. Here uh, here it is. All right, Kings fans. Another game, another loss. How many times are we going to hear the same old bullshit
4: excuses? We need to play better defense. Stop it already. Where is your freaking pride? How many coaches, GMs, do we have to go through to put a winning team on the freaking court? 16 straight picks and no light at the end of the tunnel. Enough is
10: enough. And that's my rant.
0: Jerry, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take off next week, and I'm going to have you do my rants because that's a beautiful (laughs) rant right there. That was a classic. (laughs) That would be right up there. I gave you a score of a perfect 10, Jerry. You just got a perfect 10 from Grant Napier on your rant.
10: Well, Grant, thank you, Grant. Have a great weekend, okay?
0: That was beautiful, Jerry. That was spectacular. You have a great weekend, too. You know what? On that note, I'm going to end the show. You know why? Because that was absolutely beautiful. You know what else was beautiful? How many phenomenal calls we had today and a lot of new callers today. So I really appreciate that. If you were a first-time caller today, do me a favor, call again. I love it. I love your phone calls. We had This might've been the best day of phone calls that I've had since doing this show. And I appreciate everyone that listens and all of the people that listen on the platform because not everybody can listen to this show live. So good show. You know what? I'll tell you what I'm going to get to left
1: and we'll uh, get him on before I adjourn for the weekend. Left How are you? Go ahead. Left Oh, left I want to hear from you, but
0: you're not there. Sorry, buddy. All right. On that note, I will get you to the weekend. Have a safe weekend. Enjoy it back here. Monday four o'clock Sean Salisbury on my YouTube live channel on Monday at 3 o'clock Pacific. Again, thank you so
1: much. Enjoy your weekend. So long, everybody. Step into the world of power, loyalty,